Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Method to the Madness, our Breaking Bad edition. Today I'll be your host, Mitchie, and joining me as usual is Patrick. Hello. And this time we're going to cover Season 4, Episode 5 of Breaking Bad, uh, otherwise titled Shotgun. Shotgun, I just realized, refers to the little shotgun at the end of the episode that dude was carrying, and also Jesse's riding shotgun in the car the whole episode. Oh, yeah, hey, that's, yeah. that's a good one. <laughs> nice. Because I was thinking, like... Yeah, I mean, there was a shotgun in this episode, yeah. but, like, it's so insignificant, like, okay, I like that, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's good, right? Um, it's good, good yeah. name. Um, but yeah, I, I, not not a great deal actually happens in this episode, but anyway, we can get into it if you can read through the plot, plot pat. Yep, alright. Okay, so, um, Walter is racing to Los Boyos Hermanos to confront Gus about Jesse's disappearance. Worried about what will happen, Walter leaves a voicemail for Skylar and his children. Walt learns that Gus is not in, and Mike eventually calls, explaining that Jesse is with him and will not be harmed, and tells Walter to go back to work. Over the course of the day, Mike drives Jesse to seven isolated drop-off spots all over New Mexico, where Gus's dealers leave the money for meth sales for pickup. Jesse assumes he was brought along to watch Mike's back, but Mike denies this angrily after being asked too many times. He insists he doesn't know why he was asked to take Jesse, revealing how much is left in the dark by Gus. While waiting in the car alone at the last drop-off spot, Jesse notices two robbers approach. He slams the car in reverse, rams into their car, and drives off. When Jesse returns, Mike hints that he is impressed. It is later revealed that Gus set up the entire scene so that Jess would consider himself a hero and take his life and work more seriously. Ah, uh... See, okay, what I got from that scene was because Gus tested him because he wanted Jesse to, you know, do more stuff for him. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, again, the Wikipedia summary is is making that assumption that um, Jesse would consider himself a hero and take his life and work more seriously, which I don't think is wrong, but I don't think that's necessarily suggested. Well, I mean, he does, Mike does say at the end to Gus, like, oh, now the kid thinks he's a hero. Yeah, true. Okay. But, like, whether it'll work or not to make him work more efficiently, yeah, we don't know that. Yeah, yeah. 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 The start of this episode, fucking like just out of the blue, like it's become like Need for Speed with uh, Walt just zooming down the street like a nut job. <laughs> just it's kind of like I, I mean I guess you know like you said last episode like it, it I I would assume it makes sense for Walt to think that Jesse's being murdered right or is going to be murdered. Hence the you know the rush. Yeah, I mean like to be fair to Walter like. Not telling him him anything is is really you know counterproductive. Like, what did they expect was going to happen? Yeah. Like, or was it their plan to rile Walter up? Yeah, you're right. Like, you could rile him up, but in terms of business, it's not a good point. Good good thing to do, right? At all. Yeah. And because you have an angry man, like an angry, violent looking man, um, walking into Los Poyos Hermanos, which is you know obviously Gus wouldn't want that. Yeah. Why not just tell him? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was kind of random. I, I do like the yeah. stakeout at the um, Los Polis Hermanos restaurant kind of at the very start, like when he arrives there. What? And he's just like sitting there and like look, being real paranoid. Yeah, yeah. Just with the music yeah. and stuff. It was good. It felt, it felt like almost yeah, that, like a like a stakeout, I guess, in a Western. That's that's me know. when I'm baked and in public. <laughs> yeah. in, in, in McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone's here to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> We we get we get another awesome time lapse montage of them driving. Yep. How good was that? Yeah, it like, was good. Yeah, and because you know, I was thinking about like how they would film that. Like, you know, so they have to probably stay in character for like a couple hours at a time, right? And just like, or maybe like an hour, because like it doesn't really seem that long. But 
It is, yeah. It, I wonder if they, yeah, they must have done it right with actually driving. You reckon on roads? Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. They they prop they just stuck a camera at the at the back of the car and just like all right, drive from here to here and like pretend or like you know just act like your characters. Yeah. And um, I like what what in one of the stops, you know, Jesse's he's acting like real bored and he starts playing with a stick and like waving it around and you can see for like half a second like Mike is like scolding him or something. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of detail. Yeah. Jesse's such a kid, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where you Honestly. Act. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it, I think it's kind of like almost, I don't know, like it, it's kind of wholesome, like that they're taking Jesse on this ride just to make him feel better because, <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the, these Mike and Gus are like hardcore criminals, like they'll, they'll murder someone if they have to. And they see no reason why they need to keep employing Jesse, aside from the fact that Walt's going to get pissed off. And if Walt gets pissed off, they're going to lose money. So they're going for this like wholesome approach, like, oh, let's make Jesse feel good. We'll make him feel like a hero. We'll just set this whole scenario up and he can do what he wants. And, you know, it's just like, it's almost nice. Like It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> it is. Well, it's Mike's idea, right? Well, Mike... Did, did he just said like, oh, I just got told what to do. I don't really know why you're coming with me. Oh, that's right. I mean, right. that's what he said to Jesse. But you never know. Like, Mike is sort of like that plays hard, uh, act, like appears hard, but it's actually on in the inside. Like, he does have uh, a heart somewhere in there. And maybe he did actually suggest it, but he just would never admit it to Jesse. I think because it wasn't in the last episode, because uh, Mike is the one who approaches Gus about his living situation. And he goes, we need to do something about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's why I assumed, because otherwise, because, you know, I feel like Gus's response would be like, yeah, just just off him, whereas yeah. Mike would come there ready with a, an alternative, the solution. Yeah, yeah. That, that's actually true. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I don't know. It's kind of nice. And yeah. it, it actually does build up to something like, um, I, I can't quite recall, and obviously spoilers for the rest of the season, but it, it, I feel like it doesn't Walt end up kind of, well, Jesse kind of takes a replaces Walt right and then Walt ends up being a one that's getting like has a risk of being murdered like you know right from what I recall yeah so it's setting up for that I suppose right yeah Gus is always like planning five steps ahead yeah 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 exactly yeah um meanwhile Walter and Skylar officially buy the car wash after Skylar hears the voicemail Walter left earlier the two passionately make love and she offers to let Walter move back in but Walter leaves for the lab without giving an answer Jesse has returned to the lab and explains to Walt that he will be working in the lab and also helping Mike with pickups from now on. Walter Jr. excitedly reveals to his father that Skylar already set the date for Walt to move back in, which seems to unnerve him. During dinner at Hank and Marie's, a brooding Walter gets increasingly tipsy on wine. Hank explains that he gave up investigating Gale further, having found a sense of closure in the death of the man he believed to be Heisenberg, but lords Gale's genius. A prideful Walter then insists that Gale was not a genius and suggests that he was copying someone else's work. This convinces Hank to take another look at the case files, and he notices that the strictly vegan Gale has notes scribbled on a napkin from Los Poyos Hermanos. I guess Walt and Skylar have sex? That's kind of important. Well, because they were already sort of like rebuilding their relationship. Uh, Yeah, like, because, you know, and Skylar's helped Walt create this whole story, and she's just slowly, you know, as Walt has, uh, like, become you know, desensitized to being a criminal. Skylar's also kind of, you know, on that path as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's true, yeah. She's adopting the criminal persona. Yeah. And then, yeah, okay, uh, the the scene where um, uh, Walt co- comes back to the lab and sees Jesse. Mm. 
And then, you know, he's like, what were you doing? And he, Jesse goes, I'm guarding Mike. And he goes, the look on his face when he says, you you guarded Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and just the absolute incredulity in his voice. Yeah. And of course, you know, Jesse takes offense to that, which, you know, fair enough. But Walt is obviously right. Like, like oh, that's sus, right? Mike obviously doesn't need a bodyguard. So something else is up. Yeah, um, but the, which, I think the reason why um, Jesse doesn't like it and Jesse takes offense is because he was a hero, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's classic Walt, like, thinking Jesse is just useless, can't help anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, you know, Walt, Walt is right in the in the sense that, you know, there's another angle to this. But, yeah, I mean, this just further, further reinforces Jesse's, like, you know, that Walt looks down at his nose at Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty bad. Oh, yeah. And then, is this the first time we see Tyrus? No, no, we've seen him before. A few times. Oh, have we? Yeah, oh. yeah. Okay. I think once. Again, doesn't just, say anything, though. Yeah, he just never says anything. So. Yeah. But they, they never do. They did. They, they, that's yeah. like what I've always noticed that it's just everyone deliberately just doesn't say anything to Walt when <laughs> Walt would just be talking 99% of the time, <laughs> asking questions, and then they'll just not respond. They'll give him a dead eyed look or something. Victor did it. Mike does it. Uh, Ty- Ty- Tyrus does it. Um, you know, Gus even does it too. <laughs> and it's like, Pretty soon, Jesse will be doing it. And it's like, just everyone's kind of like fed up with Walt talking so much. <laughs> yeah, he does like to talk. Yeah. Talking, I mean, to be fair, talking has got him out of literal life and death situations. Yeah, well, it's his only power, right, really. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and it also makes him feel comfortable. Like, what, you know, during the box cutter scene, all Walt is doing is talking. He's the yeah. only one talking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the, the scene when Walt gets too drunk. I've, yeah. you know, I've seen this I've seen this maybe you know three or four times it's always painful to watch this scene yep because as as the summary says Hank literally just let go of the Heisenberg case he he put it to rest and then Walt has to go and fucking because of his ego you know as Hank says next season spoilers you and your fucking ego yeah um, <laughs> yeah he just fucks it all up yeah I can't believe it it's just just because of his hubris like he he's he's yeah. Really fucking himself over no one else. His whole family too. But I suppose he doesn't know that Hank dropped the case. Right, yeah, yeah. May- maybe he- if he knew that, then he'd be a little... He'd probably hold his tongue, but I don't know. He was fucking drunk, though. And he was... And, and Brian Cranston did a good job. Oh. It was pretty convincing. Yeah, The yeah, drunkenness, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then... I like Hank talking about Bedeker as well. Walter Jr. goes, oh, the crazy guy. And then Hank goes, no, no, he wasn't crazy. He was just eccentric. And yeah. it sounds like he, he's got some actual like remorse for him it, almost. Yeah. Ha- yeah. I feel like Hank has, does. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just sees how weird this dude is. And it's like, I don't know. realizes that he's not really a criminal. It doesn't seem like someone who's a murderer or anything. Yeah. It really sort of confounds his, um, yeah, his sense of like criminal and or good and bad, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, and his stereotypes, yeah. like his views of, yeah, um, yeah. Kind of, a, apparently, according to Wikipedia, this is the lowest uh, rated episode from uh, by IGN. <laughs> oh, IGN, the, oh, the, the pinnacle of fucking media <laughs> review. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, they, apparently for them, out of the, their reviews, it was the only one that scored less than eight. I know IGN, like, IGN do fucking game reviews, don't they? <laughs> Since when yeah, did they well, do, like, Breaking Bad reviews? IGN is notorious for being, for giving shit reviews. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, and oh, I, I'm seeing here as well on in 2019, The Ringer ranked Shotgun 60th out of 62 total Breaking Bad episodes. The Ringer, I actually really like The Ringer. They have a bunch of vi- videos on Better Call Saul that are really good. Okay. Yeah. Never heard of them. They, I think it's weird because they're like they mainly talk about sports. Yeah, it's for some reason, sports website. Yeah, some reason they they really like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Well, it, needless to say, I think. Maybe this isn't one of the best episodes out of the f- series, but like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't mind it. It wasn't much going on. Like, n- you know, none of the episodes are bad anyway. But like, you you, you eventually have to pick one <clears throat> yeah, that's yeah. the worst, right? Like, it's always the worst. So, oh, yeah, it's still that's the thing about this show. Every episode is important. Yeah, exactly. Can't floor any of them. Um, got anything else? Nah, that's it. Cool. Uh, join us next time for season four, episode six. All right, see you next time. See ya. Hank, not to tell you your business, but I'm not sure I agree. What do you mean? Well, I mean, you showed me that notebook, and from what I saw, and this is just my humble opinion, from what I saw on those papers, genius? Not so much. If you like this series, Mitch is going to tell you where you can find more of these. Yep, so you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud or Stitcher. And we've also got a website, amttm.com, where you can find our fabulous episodes on Breaking Bad. If you have any questions, queries, insights or criticism, you can send them to mail at amttm.com. And as always, thank you for listening. 